0: Aren't a lot of artists that can lay claim to the fact that they've been able to weather the dramatic ups and downs of being in a band, sell almost 600,000 records, and not cup out to whatever current musical trend is flopping around these days. Milwaukee's Motion City Soundtrack are definitely one of those acts. Formed officially in 1999 by guitarists Justin Pierre and Joshua Kane, the band has become a main stage necessity to any Warped Tour or festival around. After many lineup changes over the years. The band is now stabilized with Jesse Johnson on keyboards, Matt Taylor on bass, and Tony Thaxton on drums. The band released two self-produced EPs and a 7-inch single backed up by extensive cross-country touring before signing to Epitaph Records and re-releasing their DIY debut, I Am The Movie, in 2003. Blink-182's Mark Hoppus jumped aboard in the fall of 2004 to produce the band's follow-up, Commit This to Memory, also adding vocals to the song Hangman. Despite having been leaked online three months before the official release, it went on to sell over 285,000 units as of this summer, making it their most successful record to date. In September of 2007, the band released their third full-length, Even If It Kills Me, this time produced by Cars veteran Rick Ocasek. The dark stories of drug and alcohol addiction of lead singer Justin Pierre, now clean and sober since 2004, have been addressed in many articles and interviews, including the AP cover story of December 2006. But for this interview, we decided to focus on being in a successful band as longtime friends in a music industry that can't seem to understand where it's going next. This is Mike Shea. Welcome to the AP Podcast. This is Mike Shea. I am sitting here with Josh and Hello. Justin from Hi. Motion City Soundtrack. Thank you guys for climbing out of the bunk, being hauled and pulled out of the bunk mm, to man, come down it's, here. It's
1: such a rough life.
0: Yeah. It's um, so So tough having to drive in a little limo car.
2: Yeah, from, uh, <laughs> yeah, we had a driver know, another like, way
1: here I felt 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 like a rock star I sorry felt like I was sh- in that
2: movie Made or something we, yeah. we
0: had to hold their- I got my
1: per diems right before we
2: got oh, in the car we, right? we
0: had to hold their tip last time because there was no champagne in it and I'm mm. sorry if they didn't do it again no, just tell me no. there no. was no cha- All right, champagne they don't get a tip again Um. <sighs> so uh yeah, um, I w- we uh, we did a podcast here about a couple weeks ago with all the lead singers from the AP tour, mm. and uh, I told them that I realized being out on the warp tour, the whole theory about why some band members cannot sleep unless the bus is moving. Mm. Are you guys mm. like that? I, I yes. I am more. I I like the movement because
2: sometimes <laughs> I got the movement. We got the <laughs> movement. Okay. Um. I know lots of constellations. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry. I. I I know sometimes I'll lie awake until like three or four or five in the morning and I just can't sleep. And I don't know
1: what it is. I don't know, know, maybe the bus cups of coffee. I'm not sure. But I have this problem now. Normally, the bus has to be running before me to sleep. This new bus we're in right now, I don't know if I can sleep as well when the bus is moving.
2: Something to do with the driver
1: or the shocks. I don't know.
0: Maybe the state of the American road system. Yeah, that could be too.
1: I've never had a bus. Well, we've had one other bus that was bad like this. This one's kind of in the middle, and I've had some tough nights on this bus. I think a lot of us have, except for Justin.
0: Do you guys ever get to that point where you just, your body, okay. Um, (laughs) Your body naturally braces... Like, you guys know, like, I noticed, like, because when I was in the warp Tour, I was in the northwest, so all the mountains, the cliffs, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And so you, my, just noticed that my body was naturally bracing all night for a major, like, flip over a cliff in a movie, and it blows up halfway down there. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, there's definitely a, was there different just types
1: made? of sleeping. I mean, there's definitely the driving, sleeping, and then for me, and then, like, once we get parked somewhere, then I can really get a couple hours of just, like, solid sleeping.
2: I'm kind of a panicking erotic type, so I'm I'm braced at all times just waiting for the inevitable, you know, destruction of my universe.
1: I think he's actually kickboxing in his bunk most of the time.
2: Yeah. You know, exactly.
0: hey, it keeps him in shape. Yeah, it does. It's all that matters. Round And I think there's an exercise I think Round there's an exercise video there too at some point. Yeah. You should think about it. Like Joni Gregan's or uh, um, bunk violence. Who does, who does determine who gets what bunk? We
1: kinda have our favorites.
2: Yeah, and for oh, some, all right. so and there's, yeah. Yeah. the band
1: dudes kinda go
3: I, Mine.
2: Yeah, I I, <laughs> I prefer the bottom bunk so I can't fall out because I just have this fear of falling
1: out and breaking my neck. The only person in our band that really like rotates a bunk at all is uh, is Jesse, but he just can't decide what his favorite is ever. I think mm-hmm. with bunks. I think he has to have some. Well, else just in see. life, I think in general, yeah, I, I think, think he's just like Ooh, new you have do. something better than mine. I want yours. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I mean he's the only one that moved around. But I think he's found his home. He's a little bit longer than us. Yeah, taller. So he has to have the. There's a one. Bu- There's a couple bunks that have a little more length on them. So,
2: I like the bunks without the TVs in them because I have no use for a TV in them. No, oh, really? No use for TV. I never turn it on.
1: No, never turn the TV on. I five. You know, hey, I'm all for Amish kind of living. It's all all I, I use. Plenty of the television
0: outside of the bunk, I don't need it in my bed.
2: Yeah, I've got plenty of other technologies at my disposal.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. is there some sort of a uh you know kind of like in high school when you like the first day of class and you had to run in there and before they did the seating assignment and everybody's kind of got a, you know like everybody wants to race and pick their things or do you have somebody in the band oh. that's kind of like the, the guy that's gonna say it okay w- guys this is the rules for the bus sometimes I've, the bus bus guy does it but sometimes there's somebody in the <laughs> band that's like the mom you know the what first I mean?
1: time we ever had a bus we had a tour manager whose name was neil rubenstein who mm-hmm. is now a comedian but he uh and he used to be in a band as well, but he he laid down the bus law the first time, and I think we pretty much follow that kind of rule, like pick up your shit, don't leave cups around with stuff in them. Although mm. some people don't do that all the time. <laughs> oh, but uh, as far as like, the, yeah, I think the first time we got a bus, we all kind of ran in there to try to claim our bunks. But now it's like you know, I you know, I tell when the I, got tour, on, I tell the tour manager, I'm like these. Well, actually, I think Beth. Yeah, told I got on everybody. The,
0: I got on the bus this time, bunks, and there was. We,
1: our band members They were post on the girl. bunks with our yeah. names on them this Beth time did that. Whoa. <laughs> that's, like, that's like
0: going to camp yeah, know? I know well Beth's our like, <laughs> tour mom yeah she's been a with us forever at this point so. but is there is a, it, it's like uh, in MXPX it's like uh, Mike is uh, the lead singer is, is the dad yeah. and Tom is the mom and Yuri's the kid mm. so when somebody gets hurt is Tom's really the one kid? walking around kind of going oh you get, let's get him a band-aid is it gonna be alright blah 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 is there something like that in the band like no. it's kind of like this kind of structure to how you guys are we don't cut ourselves take our, 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 I think our, is, our problems are right, more uh,
1: more internal <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's internal bleeding okay and well, in I that think Josh, case Josh I Josh is I take like care the dad
2: Josh is like the boss and he lays down the rules but nobody pays attention to him oh. exactly exactly and, 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 but oh, then I also perfect.
1: like the mom I also come down and I you know I, I give you your, your tough love that you need tough so love so you're
0: kind of a single parent family yeah
1: it is everybody else wants to you know run away and I don't care but
0: do they take the car
1: at night and they don't tell you no, I don't really care. <laughs>
0: they yeah, can take yeah. the
2: car. I mean, I, I hide most of the time. I still haven't even met half the people on the tour.
1: It's true. Yeah. They actually think that he's like kind of a, a dick. Really? Why?
2: <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I, not a
1: dick. Maybe it's not the right word. Maybe the right but word like, is like the
2: time is like gone. It's gone too far from like meeting people now. We're halfway through the tour, so I'm scared. I, I know. Like, I know. And we, I've had conversations
1: with some of the people about it. Yeah.
0: Because they're like, I just What's don't know You know to that, that's interesting because when in, uh it's uh I was talking to some bands um that was at the Kansas City gig we worked Tour last year, dick. and uh and and there was this one lead singer and he was saying that uh it, it 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 for whatever reason and he wasn't even too sure and maybe there was a good reason to it but he was sitting there saying yeah like I'm now the dick on this tour and nobody will talk to me. And he was talking about how there's like little cliques that kind of form around on like Warp Tour and stuff, and people will just start trash talking each other. Like there, oh. it's like it's mm. like high school to a certain Warp Tour extent. is kind of weird like that. Yeah.
1: Warp Tour maybe. I mean, I've never been in a part of that. I mean, uh, as far as you know, I just try to be friendly to everybody, and if someone's actually like a dick, then I won't be friends with that person. You know what I mean? Like I don't mm-hmm. think we're old. Yeah. Compared to most people that are on Warp Tour as bands, other than like MXPX and. You know, yeah, they're no, really old. No, no, really saying, like, fans like, fans no, that are no, in no, our, our, our class snap. of age, yeah, you know yeah. Yeah. what I mean? Like, so, you know, we, class of age. Like class of age. Our, 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 the s- Victorian era. Yeah, I yeah, you know, got it. The, the 1995ers and 1996s, you know, <laughs> graduations of high school. When things
0: were better. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Um,
1: no, but, he, yeah, so I don't really get into that. I mean, other than, you know, I, I guess Mike gets, you know, NoFX gets a little more into that because he likes to, you know. Make fun of people. Make fun of people and push people to do things that they normally wouldn't do. But, but you know what? It's it's kind of tend to leave people to do their thing. It kind of goes
0: back to the local band thing, like you know when you guys were starting up in '97, and and, you, and it's like the local bands tend to kind of clicky. Yeah, but Yo, it's yeah. kind of like elbow each other. And oh so god, it's yeah. Like, mean, it's like it's it's kind of in a way it's a guerrilla marketing of trash talking, whereas it's like you don't want to work with them. That guy's fucking like blah, blah, blah blah blah. I think that just, and it still continues no yeah. matter how big you get.
1: Justin didn't really get much of it, but like I was like really friends with all the other bands in Minneapolis. Like okay. we worked together at guitar shops. Like, we're, like it was part of my friend. Yeah, and they just thought that, I was a dick because yeah, I, I didn't ever talk to them. So <laughs> It's a theme here. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, uh, so like it was weird. Like when things started happening for your band, it, it becomes weird because you want to talk about it to those people and you're like talking about these problems. People get a little weird about it at a time because, you know, they're in the same mm-hmm. struggles. And it's not like you're bragging or anything because it's not that at all. It's that you're actually like, you know it's new to you, and you're trying to figure out what's going on, and you're just talking about it
0: Oops, excuse me good morning,
1: good morning um but uh yeah, so it's just kind of weird like you know I had a few moments with a few friends that kind of like there was like weird tension for moments, but they probably they probably were crap, you know, see, shit talking about it in my back,
2: but I avoided you know. those moments by not having any friends
1: see that's how, that's how I, so, yeah, I just I just hang out in my bunk and I read you remember on you remember on the tour with dashboard and thrice and your birthday party that we threw and we sprayed you down with the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The singer of Thrice was in the room and he was hanging out. Dustin. Dustin, yeah, exactly. And he, what he wouldn't know his name if I said Dustin from Thrice, right? He would know. No, he wouldn't know. (laughs) Um, You're the mom. He he definitely is the mom. He He came in and he's hanging out and he's like, hey, sorry for not hanging out on the tour at all. I just like to read. You're that guy. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. So there is somebody else like that. Yeah, you're exactly like him. I mean, I read
2: like 200, 300 pages a day. I just love, I don't know, it's a way to train my brain, you know, because I'm not smart anymore.
0: You're a writer. I'm a writer. I'm a lover. Okay. I'm a lover without a fighter. There's a a, a lyric in here someplace, (laughs) and I I think it may have already been written. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, It it is something to say, we, uh, Forever the Sickest Kids, you know, Fresh young band. Yeah, I don't know these kids, kids, kids yet, but yeah. I've heard their name. Yeah, they were on the AP tour, blowing up like crazy. Uh, you know, 11, they blue up. you know, girls. Like, yeah, I mean, like they're oh, they're exploded. going like crazy. I mean, their merch was selling on our tour as much as all time low in some cities. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and I know they have a big tour this fall. One of yeah. the guys in the band was saying, and they, and they haven't even really, you know, they haven't. I mean, they haven't really broken broken yet, but mm-hmm. they're getting that point. And he said that going back home, already he's lost most of his friends. Oh, that – Because – not necessarily because he's a dick per se, but because he can't relate to them already. Mm. And they can't relate to him because they're like, well, like, you know, he asked them, like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm still working at the Blockbuster and dating that girl still. We've been on and off, blah, blah, blah. And what about you? And he's like, oh, man, I, you know, our manager wants us to do this, and I got to go with this, and I had this life experience mm. up in Wyoming, and that's tour bus, and this guy – and the relations between – they're old friends and now the band, just one year on the road has changed so much that he can't relate anymore. I think well, it goes back and, to what he's saying yeah. too is that yeah. like, it probably sounds like the guy's yeah.
2: being
1: weird but mm-hmm.
2: It's, mm-hmm. it's such a strange thing. Yeah, because know?
1: one thing is like, we band dudes mm-hmm. have a lot to complain about but also zero to complain yeah. about when they're around people that aren't in bands. Yeah, Because mm. we have like the coolest job in you know in the world but it comes with a lot of you know crappy baggage doing what we do and I think that it's hard to you learn. I think it's a learning process, and he's mm. going to go through this of trying mm. to communicate with people and make sure not to uh, complain about your problems on the road mm. to the wrong person. Because there's plenty of people out there with a you know that have an ear that can help out in that world. But your friend that works at Blockbuster is not going to want to hear you whine about how your bus had some crappy shocks or how uh, your yeah. stipend was one hundred dollars shorter than a thousand dollars. My P- oh, dude, we got we got ten dollars PDs instead of twenty. It sucks, yeah. you know. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I was just going to say that I, I had two ideas.
2: Um, but one is, I think, I never, well, I try not to talk about anything. You know, like people ask me what I did. I'm just like, oh, I just played some shows. You know, because then, then then you don't have to go into detail or anything.
0: It doesn't mm. sound like you're but do you bragging kind of or feel guilty kind no. of talking about that kind of stuff or like your friends I, that aren't in the industry they're kind of like most people i'm just not I was interested in, Brazil in talking playing about in front it. of thirty five thousand people so how was the night at the uh, insurance party you went to it's like yeah. do you kind of feel like like i'm gonna hold back a little bit yeah i mean like a lot of times i've had some instance where I've, I've run into a friend on tour and we're
1: talking and it's like you know because i just got back from japan or whatever and we're just talking about how things are cool and you know they get a little snotty and it's like it sucks because you're like, oh, yeah, well, it's, you know what I mean, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you're well, like, you could have done this if you wanted to. Here's another thing I think of, you too, know? is
2: that, like, we chose to pursue this, and we got lucky enough to get to where we are, so we have absolutely nothing to complain about, you know, and and it's and it's, it's as close as, I mean, we're not even close to this type of thing, but like the people who talk about, you know, having their pictures taken or whatever and get like upset about that.
3: Yeah. It's oh, the I same was.
2: thing and it sucks, but
1: you chose something, you have to live with that. Oh, totally. I mean like yeah. when I go to the mall and want to go <clears> Christmas <throat> shopping during, you know, the Christmas season and then I get recognized and I'm wearing some grubby clothes and I'm barely like, you know, in the mood to talk to anybody, like I got to put on a different face and be nice to these people because it's like it's a choice I made and so I'm that person, so I got to be, you know, you got to be that person if you if you know any of these new bands, or whatever, and you get big and you start acting like a you know cocksucker to fucking everybody, <laughs> like you're you're a douchebag, and yeah, you don't deserve it. I don't know. I think the same thing yeah, with it's, like you know actors and stuff. Yeah, everybody's in your face about it, but it's a life you. But chose. you have to remember too is that you like, chose that life.
2: what's so strange to me is the fact that people actually think that I'm cool, you know, because like I I know differently, <laughs> but that's just for some reason they do, the and like they you know a, a handful of people this is like they'll have they'll never have a moment like this where they get to meet somebody that they enjoy whatever it is that they do so for them it's a big deal and for me to be like i really want to you know i don't know i can't even think of something like i really want to um get away from here so that i can go blow my nose or something you know like it's
1: it's just selfish and stupid so. it's just, it's a weird thing to start grasping i mean like and yeah, w- like side it. effects are you know like i've been with the same person for you know uh you know 11 years now we're married and, and like a big thing for that her, just happened last year right? yeah yeah a big Congrats. thing for her thank you very much but the big thing for her is when we're home all the time I mean she's <laughs> gone through the whole phase the whole thing this mess of being in a van and the worst thing I think for her is that every, people asking when I'm going to leave when I'm home like everybody like her family to like my, you're going off to the so war. everywhere we go together yep. they're like so how long are you home for? When do you leave again? And it's like reminding her every moment that I have to go again, that I'm going to get in the bus and roll out and take off. Does
0: it take a lot of, on your part as a husband in a band, does it take a lot of um, comfort time? kind of think, like where you have to be a little bit more attentive at home and I, I, yeah, I'm not I mean, trying to pry into your personal well, life look, but I just the nice
1: thing about being in a band is when I'm home I have nothing other than phone calls and some logistical crap to do which I'm probably the only one in the band that has to deal with that so mm-hmm. basically most of 90% of the time I'm you know I, I'm you know it's we do whatever we want you know, mm-hmm. I don't have to you know so it's not like it's like being on vacation at home so mm-hmm. there's no you know I get to give a lot of attention when I'm at home so it's kind of like,
2: um, at least the way that I've looked at it, and I think that you you and your special lady friend have, have gone through, like, some serious ups and downs just in the fact of, like, you know, over a decade, there's a lot of stuff that can happen in that time. But um, it, it's sort of like being away sucks extremely, but then once you're together, it's, like, the best it can be because totally. it's so intense and it's, like, really good, so... At least that's kind of in my. It's like you always get to. Well, the <laughs> yeah. one.
1: This downfall. Like if I was a starter yeah. relationship, like you know, Justin's gone through some <laughs> which He started on you know being in this situation and failed. Tony and you know Je- Jesse just got engaged to his his special lady friend <laughs> that he just met. But the awesome, it's an awesome thing, and it's kind of I think like a negative in a weird way too is that being in a band kind of prolongs your honeymoon status as a couple.
0: Interesting. Because you're
1: always away and then you're back and you're like, woo, this is great, we're together and we have tons of things to talk about and do and then, okay, I'm going to leave and I'll talk to you on the phone.
0: You know? But has it gotten to that point, it, have you guys noticed any of the relationships you were in where you went away and maybe it was for an extended period of time, maybe it was a European tour or something like that, what, what you, or maybe it was a warp tour where you went out for a number, a number of weeks and then you come back and then they say, you've changed. Because I think it was you that said something where it's like, we've all hopefully grown up so, in yeah. this band. And so it's kind of like, at some point, maybe, and and I'm kind of curious, like, a, like with an 11-year relationship, God bless you, the, uh, 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 you know, you've grown. So she's, you're definitely not the person that she met originally. Oh, for sure
1: not. I mean, I'm I'm not working at a pizza restaurant and, you know struggling to survive with garlic mash uh, french yeah. fries or something. Yeah, yeah with my feet covered in crap but you know well, she was working too that's why i met her but mm. I, I think that i mean like it's one of those things you know you don't feel different but i you know she the thing is and she's gone through her life changes i mean she's gone through college and had a job now she's in grad school it's like mm. you know it's like all those things that I don't, I don't know i think that if the people are right for each other you won't the change isn't a negative change and people won't be like you've changed like I think we go through big mood swings being on the road a lot. Hmm. And I think those mood swings maybe last longer than a few days. I think sometimes we get, you know, because there's a lot of like factors of being in a band. I mean, you know, once you're signed and you've been touring for a long time and all that and the honeymoon phase of being in a band kind of wears off a little bit and you, you realize that, you know, it's a job as well. I think that, you know, when you know too many of the things and the numbers and the industry and what's happening in the world and it's like, you know. Your future Mm. is part of the thing you have to think about, so I think that also weighs a big weight on bands today. I mean, as long as they're thinking about it, which hopefully they're not thinking about it. Mm. I'm just (laughs) just going to bring something up here, and I hope this isn't offensive to you, but just
2: the fact that you deal with that stuff and you know about it, that probably brings a greater strain on you and could, in fact, influence your behavior more oh, so, sure. and sure. and like and anybody. Whereas, yeah, and whereas like maybe like a
1: CEO of a company would feel the market yeah. crash more, than, and people
2: no, and, and I'm just saying I'm just bringing this up, and <laughs> I hope it doesn't offend you, but that like people who don't pay attention to that, like myself, like I don't know anything about anything, and I don't care to, but we could misinterpret your actions and your behavior as to meaning one to have thing. Band
1: therapy session. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying that it's it like
2: you could come off as being an asshole for no reason, but you've got reasons. No, I'm an asshole for no reason. Yeah, but all I'm saying is that, like, right, well, I think done. I think that's an interesting thing to look no, at. You know, because there's always factor. that one
1: person in the band that's usually the uh, the band Business manager guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Yeah. I think <clears> the <throat> factor is like it's a huge factor. It's a huge thing that you know. I think for the last nine months, um, to ten months, and with this new record. I think it's a huge factor. And it's weighing, I mean, not in a negative necessarily way. I mean, it was probably for a while there because it was like, you know, really a big worry. It's like, okay, is this going to be just done? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no idea what's going to happen. But now it's more like, what are we going to do? We have to separate ourselves from the norm now. The masses The norm of isn't bands. going to be... Well, there's the masses yeah. of bands that are able to come out now and everybody can sign for cheap because there's no big deals anymore. So it's like... The labels are just starting to start flood. their own label. I mean, look at all these bands you've listed yeah. off. I don't. I've never seen half these people that we you know are talking about, and it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, ah, uh, you know, <laughs> what, what does that mean? And, and so I think that the, the the thing is, all bands now have to try to figure out how to separate themselves from the pack and continually oh. get some sort of revenue so they can continue to do this. It's or, not about like you for know, us. And, it's never making money to mm-hmm. like make us rich. Like right. we, our goals are just to make us be able to live off this band, and and. And, and continue you know what? to do it.
2: And if my brother hadn't moved out of my apartment, I'd be living pretty well. But <laughs> yeah. right, right now, I have to pay for two people instead yeah. of. Well, instead well of be, should, but <laughs> he's like, I'll
1: pay the rent. I'll well, I'll pay double now. Well, nah. my sister, I, but that I the live the with my siblings. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, yeah, so
1: girl. I like my family.
2: Well,
0: you know, and, and it kind of you were talking about being like uh, uh, having to be aware of the business end and stuff like that. I, is it possible to be too obsessed with those numbers oh for sure for sure i mean I where you're just you start getting really worried about oh my look at how many we sound scanned
1: I mean yeah. i'm I'm like I I'm not like that like I'm not looking at, I, I just saw our sound scan and it's not the best in the world right now but it's we still sold a crap load of records and it's like whatever I mean it is what it is I don't think I think the whole industry if you look at yeah. it as a whole I think it comforts me a little more because it's like nobody is selling records I mean but from last I, year to this year f- compared to how the industry is going, we're doing well,
2: right, in, totally, in totally. that respect. Compared but it took to a lot 10 of, years ago, it's it's ridiculous. It yeah, which is sense. a great place to be in. But yeah, I, mean, I do true, think true. that, I think for bands, for newer bands starting out now, they at least know what they're getting into and where where they have to, I think, at least as far as, like, how See, things I are going. I don't know. I think or, they, or maybe not, but, I like... I think they
1: have the standards set that they think that they're supposed to do, oh, the numbers gonna, that like, we used to do and okay. the bands used to do, and... Like, I mean, I have a band that I've worked with recently, which, you know, I don't want to point them out, but there's a guy in that band that, you know, he's obsessed with, you know, he reminds me of what my, I was like when we first got signed and start really learning about, like, all this stuff, you know, like you know, sound scans. And, how many points are they getting? What are they getting out of this? What exactly. It's of? like, oh, how do you think we sold enough of our EP? Do you think we sold? And it's like, dude, just do your thing, man. Like, that's what Motion City Soundtrack did. We just got out and did our thing and whatever happens, happens. Like, you just got to fight your fights when they come up, but... You know, the biggest thing is you got to be on the road and you got to play shows and you got to have kids enjoy Mm -hmm. it because otherwise, you know, there's nothing else out there that's going to work. I mean, it's not like MTV is going to grab you for sure. It's not like radio. Radio is a pipe dream that we all have that is, you know, smaller (laughs) and smaller. It's not, you know, it's not something that happens. Uh, I was just going to say that also with the way of the
2: industry going, I think you have to learn how to live on less. That's like a big thing. And, um and by less it doesn't even mean that it's not that much money there's still like i mean yeah i don't know all i know is that i'm able to pay my bills and i just have to make sure i don't buy a lot of toys yeah. you know and then and then and then it's good i can you know i think i've i can make it to the end of this year
0: then <laughs> we'll yeah. see what happens next year now we're so. going to take our first music break we take two okay. music breaks and oh, nice. and and nice. uh nice nice and uh and I usually try and put them in context. We can you can pick any band, any song, okay? Oh, awesome! Mm-hmm. But I then try I and put it in the context as something that we were talking about. Uh, and uh, now I, you were working at the pizza shop, right? Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, pizza shop. Yeah. And, is it my right? Yeah. Okay, all right. And where were you working again at that <laughs> time? Like <laughs> when the band for my, first started? Uh, when the band first started, I think were I was you doing working, your your embroidery thing with your parents. Yeah,
2: I was I was a digitizer for my parents' embroidery company, and I think I was also working at Video Update, which yeah, is now, now defunct.
1: Worried. Yeah, it's gone. A
2: video Somewhere. store, but that's where he found me, or he like. Yeah, but He was, said he
1: stopped me out. I did. Seek you I was out. in '97. I don't know why I ended up at that video store. Like I was with my brother driving.
0: Where in was a car. that video I mean, store, by the way? It was, was, was in Roseville? Roseville.
1: Roseville, Minnesota. But it was like. Roseville. Was it in Little, Roseville? Little
0: Canada?
2: It was. Like,
1: it was Whatever. further than Roseville. Yeah, it was like. Yeah. But it 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 was in that it's area.
2: Fair.
0: And Roseville. it's this pizza shop. It's still there, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I worked at a couple. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the one that. So you're so if to, I'm a
0: fan, if I'm an Uber fan, and I want to go and pay homage to where you worked. Where where's the what's the location of that place? That you well, worked at?
1: the one that I worked at um, before we started was a different one. A different one, which actually I wouldn't want you to go pay homage to because they actually like they I I helped open another pizza restaurant. Like I helped do their the menu design and stuff. <laughs> okay, like for the, when I was a waiter, I w- I worked as a waiter throughout this period as well. Afterwards, at that the other pizza restaurant that we're talking about, which I will say their name because they're okay. great they're to awesome. me as a company. But okay. this company, I helped do some stuff. And make a menu, uh-huh. whatever. And someone, uh, someone, so they got this food delivery from the same company that delivered the food to this other pizza restaurant. Okay. And supposedly that food delivery guy saw some sort of menu book from that place. Uh-huh. And but it wasn't true, and nothing is true about this. And I got a letter sent to me from the lawyers of this company. It was cease and desist for corporate espionage, and they're saying that I was going to. Uh, <laughs> That they were going to sue the pants Damn. off me. So we sent. And how old were you when this happened? Oh, uh, this is. I was I was like 22, 23. Damn, you were
0: young Che Guevara. S- yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So
1: whatever. Anyways, I had a lawyer <laughs> write back a letter that said basically, this is a, you know, <laughs> Shut this, up. Is like, this is, yeah, you're, you're, this is your, you know, what is that called? A character? Uh, so, you're, you're the, libelous
0: the character assassination. No, but it's slander. not that it's uh, slander. Yeah, it's oh, slanderous,
1: and I'll sue you back for sending letters like this. And I never heard anything else about it. And, it wasn't true, so it was just stupid that they said the letter. It's like, this, and this had been a place i had worked for years and years, and I worked my way up, and I was like a manager and like a, I mean, a, a shift manager.
2: And those stuff. are the
0: worst jobs where you really isn't work it, your ass off, and then you just get, isn't well, that just, just
1: like the final irony of life?
2: You know, yeah, it's yeah. like you work, you work, you work, and you do all this stuff, and then one thing, and then they just they pull the rug out from Totally. Under you. Well,
1: it didn't matter because I didn't work for them, and yeah. I didn't give a fuck. I mean, the thing is, like, <laughs> if I saw those guys right now, I would tell them to the face that, you know. Because <laughs> are idiots. Like, thanks for being idiots. Yeah. Um, but no, there's to other make books. a long story short. Yeah, yeah, sorry. sorry. So the, yeah. Other place, if you want, the other place that you want to talk about. Yeah, that yeah. place is called Pizza Luce, and, and yes. it's a really cool place. It's kind of a, they've they got a few stores and such in Minnesota. and So good. And it's really good. I, I mean, most bands, it. it's the thing is, like, I'm saying this to you to, for bands to hear, mm-hmm. and all bands know Pizza Luce that go to mm-hmm. Minnesota. It's pretty much, you know, the place to eat. So what
0: was the one that was associated with with you guys?
1: Pizza Luce. Yeah, no, Luce with like, the location of
0: it. I'm oh, oh like cross streets. Oh, down. that was the
1: uptown location that I worked at, which was uh, it's thirty, it's 32nd, no, thirty second, no 32nd. yeah, thirty second in uh Lindell.
0: Do they have anything up on the walls saying you worked there or anything
1: like that? You know what? There is actually like the downtown location. I don't think the uptown location has these up anymore. But someone took these like photo. Montages and put them together, collages, montages, but mm. collages. Oh, do you have one? No, and like, the, yeah, regime? my my pictures and a couple uh, of them, and my wife's pictures and a that's couple. Nice. of them well, well. damn! I'm actually mopping the floor. I think.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, the, you know, that's something for the MySpace page. I'm sorry. And I know that like a lot of people are really
2: interested in embroidery, so I'm just gonna say, if you wanna stop by Heritage Embroidery in Stillwater, Minnesota, and buy a t-shirt or something from my yeah, parents. Yeah, probably They'd buy one happy. of our
1: t-shirts from them.
0: There's yeah, probably a lot of <laughs> high schools that need new merch, so, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we will talk. <laughs> I also okay. worked there for a little bit. <laughs> really? Wow, this is, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, well, then, before we, before we start going down that road, um, so do that. did you guys, did you guys, uh, I want you to pick one song from a band that, it doesn't matter what band, okay, wait a minute, hold on, I'm putting uh. the context. <sighs> it was the band, it's like, you know, anybody that's got to go to a job that they're really not a big fan of, they need that music in the car to kind of help them get them moving. And there had to have been like one band that you continually put on the I don't know the, the CD player um, uh, that just I don't know just kind of got you psyched to kind of get through the day and get through the job or get through the whatever the week. Was there what's that band and what's that song that you guys like to just play all the time when I, you're on your way to I've work? Heard.
1: I have an idea. If you want me to go, well, with that. yeah, go go with your idea. Well, I mean, like, get it's one
0: not, song? Yeah, just one song from each of you. Oh, oh so, from each of us. Yeah, I
1: yeah, yeah. mean like this is a song. I think that if you, you know, are bummed about what you have to about to, you have to do or whatever, this will make you feel better about it. I guess you know, get ready to do it. It's a, a refused hmm. and new noise. I think is the hmm. the kind of the jam to get you started okay. in the morning.
2: Oh man, um, now I got to come up with something. Yeah. You're going to edit this, right? So I can think
1: <laughs> <laughs> I we will do, we okay.
2: will make
0: sure that you sound great. Uh don't edit it. What? No, it,
2: I'm trying to think of um probably oh, um so shut up. Good morning.
4: I'm trying to think blah, of blah, like blah.
2: some some something happy or fun, but I was thinking of something What did you used
0: to listen to back to. then? That that well, kind of like, like what was the, the thing you threw on in the in was, the CD player? Yeah, in the morning, yeah, it was got the late 90s, like,
2: late 90s would 90s. be I mean, I listened to a lot of like Superchunk, Box. I was kind of in that moment. Like, I'm trying to think of like a, the meanest, nastiest, awesomest Box, Like, get you on your... Or like, oh, dude, I, I don't know. 68 is pretty, pretty hot
1: song to listen to.
2: It's a good song, but it's not... Like, I'm trying to think of Superpot... Like, actually, The Rentals, that second record, yeah. was uh, Barcelona. Why don't Barcelona, I just say yeah. Barcelona from The Rentals? That's such a fun song.
0: Is it something that you guys worry about? Um, it's kind of like the Fall Out Boy thing. You know, you talk to most people in the music, music industry, and, um, and, and I, know I know your guys' uh, relationship with the guys. I mean, they're, they're great. Um, God bless them for everything they've done. Um, and the talents that each one of them bring to that band, regardless of that band's future in the long run, whatever happens, they're going to be fine on their own, one way or mm. another. Um, but the the question is is though is that you get a band that gets gets big, gets popular, and then their fans grow up, and then so now they're kind of like they're trying to figure out well do we reinvent ourselves, you know because they want to stay true to themselves right mm-hmm. I'm sure Patrick Stump's sitting there saying I want to keep writing what I want to write and and speak the way but his fans got older, the fans that grew up with him are, are so now they're like well do I have to keep going after another. High school group, or another fan that's kind of like within a particular demographic, or do I keep writing stuff as I get older? I get married, I start having kids, and pray to God that the original fans that were with me when I was when they were seventeen are still going to be with me when they were twenty seven.
4: I you I know it's really kind of know. a Backstreet Boys <laughs>
0: thing yeah, that goes yeah. on, you know what I mean? To a certain extent, a lot know. of bands I mean, go, like, they get that <laughs> pressure today, whether it's relevant or not. Yeah, I
1: think the problem is is like, well, not a problem. I think that the thing is is like a band like Fall Out Boy is Fall Out Boy. I don't. They, had, they could try to reinvent themselves, and they sort of did with that last yeah. record a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, but it's still, it's still, still them. It's, still, you know? it's not, yeah. well, it's not that so. it's childish, but it is definitely towards a crowd of kids that you know have a little teen angst and want to go, you know, mash it up. But I think that the that's what I, I think for us as a band, and you know, we've been friends with Fall Boy forever. And mm-hmm. but I think the one thing that makes us apart from them is that, and maybe it isn't. Maybe I, I don't even know. I haven't talked to them about this stuff. But I think that. We tend to get the you know the, the young lady that's into our band and her you know forty five year old fifty year old mother is into our band. <laughs> Mama Sati or what yeah. was that? Mama yeah. Razzi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, not yeah. only her, but I'm just but saying like, like. Yeah. No, it's a like, like, Really big theme. Like, yeah, we, we have like we'll correspondence between like parents dads, and like, oh, kids. That's rocked, blah blah blah. And he's like, I didn't like you saying <laughs> this on stage, but I love your band. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like what the hell? He was like, you didn't like us saying that stupid joke that wasn't really. You know, whatever, but you know, you can say let's fuck, let's get fucked up and die. Yeah, well, I that's whatever. the
2: other thing too is that like I I remember this is kind of a side thing, but like when we first wrote that song and had that lyric, let's get fucked up and die. I was so worried that people are gonna take it literally that I actually put the next line in the song about it being a figurative thing. Yeah, and and but and I and my biggest mistake was this fear that like people aren't gonna get it, but the kids are smarter than
1: that, you oh, know, totally. and like they totally get it. We got and, this. E- you we know. got this email from. Sorry to cut you kind of, oh. It's part of the story, so yeah. I think it'll segue well. But we got this email from a mom that was basically said that like, I got in my car. My my son had been driving your car, my car, and had your CD in it. I turned on the car and I was driving, listening to a song or whatever. And then "Let's Get Fucked Up and Die" came on. She's like, I was so angry. I turned the car around. I was driving home to to yell or punish her kid yeah. for listening to this terrible type of music or whatever. And she said, by the time I got home. I, you know, went to the record store, bought my own copy because I love your band.
0: <laughs> damn the power! That was, yeah,
1: that's awesome. That's great. And I think so. it's a, it's a, you know I think that lyrically that's the one thing that you know sets us apart from a lot of bands. You know, we do have a, like a you know I think a older, uh, music and well not older because some people try to go back to the Beatles, which is whatever. I'm I'm just saying like we we're influenced by like the early '90s stuff that we were really into in high school and stuff. And I think that comes out in our music, and then lyrically as well. I mean, well, we're not influenced by like necessarily what kind of bad mood we're in that day. I think it's a bad mood coupled with like, oh, I'm gonna try to a bad life. No, yeah, I'm just yeah. well, it's like you're trying to like put literally, like it's like you're using references that are you know some of them are ridiculous pop culture references. Yeah, but like, others are you know from books that people haven't read, and and I, I think
2: know. another thing too is that like we and, and I've. Said this before, but the five of us don't all listen to one band. Like we're we're not just like ripping from one band. We're ripping from you know a bunch of different influences. And I think when they come together,
1: it's different. So we're uh still learning. I mean, like we. I was I was thinking about the other day. Is uh, this last record was really our sophomore release as a band, that um, as this band Hmm. because our first record, Justin and I were really the only ones that wrote that record, other than of the five. uh, of the five right yeah. now yeah mm-hmm. well even of the other guys i mean like our drummer before helped write some of the songs but that's about it i don't think any of the other guys in the band had anything to do with it but uh the uh the um but not now everybody yeah. is very involved and not the whole first record cuz we did write like four or five songs as this band right before we recorded it um like future freaks me out and perfect teeth and Modest, modern Chemistry Modern Modest. Chemistry and auto, auto modern. Autographs and Apologies yeah. so those, those songs those were written before. as this group but the second record was really kind of our first like let's write together we're getting together to write a record it wasn't like let's write songs to learn how to be a band it, like you know, I mean your first record is such a weird thing because it's not it's an encompassing mean, yeah. of like all those years yeah it's like your whole life up to that point and you know all the kind of ideas you've had and and then that. you've only got like a year or even yeah, like, no. a few months then, then also you're like yeah, write a record two months here you go <laughs> right. and I think that that's why your records become very mood, you know. Your whatever mood your life is at that point, you're gonna probably show it on your record. But the that last record is really kind of our sophomore attempt in of working together as a group. Um, and I think that, you know, I think we learned a lot. I think that you know we'll continue to do that. But I think that that's kind of a, it's a weird thing to think about as a band. That and I don't know where I was going with that point. Yeah, probably nowhere. Whatever. But it sounded great. Yeah. Thanks.
0: Great um, the I would think that when you're writing a record and when you're trying to arrange the songs and stuff like that, you're like an artist that's painting a beautiful picture. And then the sometimes label, it's an ugly picture. And sometimes it is ugly. But, yeah. but then the label or somebody brings in the more or less the consultant. So it's the producer. Mm. And in your guys' cases, you've been very fortunate to work with Mark Hoppus, working with Rick Kasich, um, Eli Janney. Uh, and. Yes. And so, sure. so now the, it's almost like they're bringing in, in some cases, um, at a variety of different levels of uh, analogy, uh, more or less Warhol, and say, okay, and now Warhol's going to sit there and say, yeah, well, I know what you're trying to do, but I wouldn't do that. Or why mm. using red? Mm. Use more blue, et cetera, et cetera. And so as a band that is... You know, as you were saying, like we'll go back to the Mark Office record, that one where it's like you're more or less. This is the first time you guys are all, you know, with this lineup, everything's going. And how do you not, because of the stature, because of the reputation, because of the iconic background of possibly the producer and who they're connected with or who do they know, whatever? Do you not lose your music, your your vision? You know I think, what I'm saying? I think get so intimidated. You well, we were really
2: fortunate with him as a human being. Like, yeah. he Which totally, uh, oh, well, marked. Okay. Was that, like, he didn't, like, his persona or whatever, like, he just, like, left that at the door. He's just, like, a regular dude. He's really funny and he's really interesting, but most importantly, he's really smart. And, and he liked what we did. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he, he liked us and he, and he kept saying it, too. He's like, hey, look, I'm just going to twiddle the knobs and, like, you know, do this stuff, but, like, you guys are the
1: ones that write the music. In the end, it's your decision. And whenever mm, we bring up, like the, you know, what you're saying, like, oh, I think you should use blue. I mean, you should. The biggest thing that Mark Harris did for us, I think, other than do a few arrangement things and really get on our case about being really tight, tight. on the recording, um, was he was he championed us. He was like, "You guys are doing great stuff. Don't second guess yourself. Don't think about anything else but what songs you want to write. Don't care about mm. what kids are going to think or what people are going to mm. think." He's like, he's like, "We did it once as a band, you know, Blink 22, and it you know it fucked us up as a band." It's like we made a record that, you know, it's still big records, but mm. why, why did we make the record? We didn't make, you know, he kind of had this kind of like, don't do this, don't make the mistakes that, you know, he's like, that's what, and that's what we found, like working with our label, you know, we got Breck Horowitz, who's an ex-band dude, or in a band actually, but, mm. you know, doesn't tour, but, you know, running the label, so he's made all the mistakes that, you know, we could possibly make, mm-hmm. and he knows how to help us through those those periods, and every producer we worked for is a musician, yeah, and that's kind of what we've done. Um, and just because it, it's on a level, we can trust what they're saying. It's not like we're working with some person that, I make hit records. Look at all the gold records and find the <laughs> records on my wall. But, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I think that, that that's a huge factor for us is we
0: we try to stay out of the system. Did you guys ever, though, have those... I don't know how you would have not been able to have maybe of those moments... And maybe not with Hoppus. Maybe it was maybe it was with the trio producers. that you work and 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 it's like Limbeck guys. Was it or who was the who were the other guys who were involved with the, the most recent one? It was uh, no, it was Adam, Adam Slessinger and Schlesinger. Eli Janning. Okay, and, okay, and okay. Rick Cassing. So, yeah. but there had been some moments where you guys were out for food afterwards, a recession or after something like that, where you guys sat down and said, "Do you really think this is?" I think the
1: yeah. only person we've ever <laughs> questioned being in the studio with was uh,
0: Rick. Rick Cassing.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think that. And not that he's, he has a certain thing that he does, yeah. I think, and learning it. And maybe it was just with us, I don't know. Yeah. But he's um, definitely more he's of like, an old schooler. Yeah, he's yeah. like, your band is this. Like, you know, when you're like, I played terribly, he's like, that was perfect. And you're yeah. like, uh, did you nail it? Yeah, I nailed it. Let's do it again. Yeah, it was like, weird. I think he was stuff, playing games with us. He was playing games uh-huh. with us a lot. And, and, and he some was directors really, do that. Yeah, right? yeah. And he was very, very much on the idea of like keeping us kind of true to ourselves. He changed very little. About her songs, like the none, I'd say almost. Mm-hmm. So I thought we were gonna walk into him. I think we had expectations of walking in with yeah. Rico Castic and having him be like super song oriented, mm-hmm. like a like Adam Schlesinger is. Adam Slessinger is like crazy song oriented. He's gonna get in there and he's gonna like yeah like popify the hell out of your song in a good way, I think. But that's his. That's what he does. That's what he loves yeah. in life. I mean, um, but yeah, I think that was the the, the moment when we were in the studio. all right. I, I called Brett in the middle of making that 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 part of the record, our, our label guy, and I was like, I am freaked out right now. <laughs> Things are, it's not, and, and then I sent Brett some of the raw, like just whatever we had, you know, what I mean, from the session. And he 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 called me back and he's like, Why the fuck do you scare me like that? This stuff sounds fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah. So I'm like, well, it's uh, the, the great <laughs> thing about that part of the record is it's us. Yeah, it's us playing and it's.
5: Here yeah, it's. Can it's I just like, like just reiterate, reiterate this? Like
1: this. Ah. <laughs> Let me just reiterate it.
2: In physically working with him, it was awful, but it at the end of it, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. So well, that that was like, I mean, it, not
1: awful, but it was just like we, we were, were jaded so though. We were jaded because we had yeah. just come from working with Adam and Eli, who were and like that was buddies amazing. of ours, and we were just like fucking so around much with fun. shit and like. Going in there and be like, "Oh, let's put Glockenspiel on this," and like making yeah, up rap like, songs. Like we were just having a blast in the yeah, studio, like yeah. getting done way fast. Like it was like super easy time, and we just had a lot of fun. And we did that first, and then we walk into this kind of like you're you're talking about iconic. Yeah, I mean, yeah Jesus yeah. Christ, you're sitting in the room with fucking Rick Astley, <laughs> yeah. and you're like. This is weird. This yep. is very weird. This is kind of like that and uncle you always heard about. You yeah. never met. Yeah, yeah, and then he's like, and then you're like, you're blissing your songs, and he's got this keyboard, and he's like playing weird stuff over it. And you're like, is he joking? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I mean, is there a knife in his back pocket? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> he, and he's a nice guy, he's super awesome about it. And he, I think he pushed Justin to do some good vocal stuff, and yeah, I think he did a great job. I, just, it was you know, just I don't i don't think we were <laughs> i think the it, we were probably like i mean I don't know how he thinks of us we probably yeah, were dicks that would be the we were just, like out of our that mind. Would be just yeah. an interesting
0: conversation yeah but yeah. I think
1: he has like a he's a sneaky bastard i think i mean uh, i i think everything he's doing is he's being sneaky,
2: yeah he's you know he's like hiding behind the glasses or whatever, and it's like he he knows he's he's he knows he's, he's he knows exactly iconic. what he's doing but he's not letting us in on it's it. Kind of like those directors yeah, yeah. where
0: they go in and they make the actor feel very insecure about something else. Yeah. To yeah. the point where they're in tears and then they say action. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Or what what's that dude that smacked the the priest and uh the exorcist? Oh, Max, oh, oh,
2: oh, oh, the no, the Fra- was it Frankenheimer? Yeah, it whatever with, like no, he uh he uh he he had this thing wrapped onto Ellen Bernstein and he's supposed to yank her against the wall to be pushed by something and he and he did one take and, and she just like went flipping against the wall and like hit it so hard and hit her neck and she's like, what the hell's going on there? Like, don't do, you know, and like, he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I won't do that, I won't do that and he's like, do it harder next time and then, you know.
1: <laughs> no, I heard like the scene, the like, priest too, I don't, you must have not told me this but no. the scene where the priest is like actually doing the exorcism and whatever, I, I don't really know that movie mm-hmm. but he literally was, they were like, he, I think he walked up to him. He's like, "Did the do you trust me? Do you trust me?" To the guy, yeah. and he hit him in the face, and then Whoa. he said, "Action." and the guy's like shaking in the yeah. scene oh, wow. it's because he just hit in the face I think I said Frankenheimer but I meant Friedkin, is Friedkin. Yeah. Yeah, Friedkin. I'm pretty sure before I heard Friedkin. a story yeah. that that, yeah. that guy is I don't know whoa. where I've heard it
0: but that, that, that That's crazy. main
1: scene where he's like oh. the big crazy scene well is the next he video in you the do the face right before he did yeah. it yeah.
0: whoa yeah. the <laughs> next <laughs> video you do Yeah, <laughs> and, smacked yeah. him Smack
1: him yeah. in the face yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna slap you right before I just want
2: to throw one other thing in there Sam Peckinpah oh yeah sure
1: yeah like a shotgun sure yeah
0: slow motion yeah but yeah no I don't. It's we. I think with this you know, I don't know. But yeah, I if forgot it, where we were. I forgot where no, we were. No, so that's it's fine. Actually, I wanted to back. just briefly, briefly go back to something, and and maybe this is. I managed to not be going do? back. But you were saying before about it, the biggest myth that some of these kids have is that you're cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and
0: and then you were saying like you know sometimes you just want to go and buy do some grocery shopping and and it's some true. of that. But, Need food. Um, I was uh I was at where was it some show uh, about. Two years ago, and it was the first time it ever happened. And I think a lot of it's because of the internet. And I was sitting there at some show, and I was just standing there, whatever. And I heard some kid about, I don't know, 50 feet away from me turn to a friend and says You know who that is? And I was like, What? And said, it's Mike Shea. He owns AP. And, like, and I felt really uncomfortable about that because I was like, What the hell am I supposed to do now? How am I supposed to act? Mm, What's your guys' Like secret? an asshole. You should act hole? like an asshole. Okay, all right, thank you. <laughs> What's up? No, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. i It's like you know you're sitting in a store and hey. you can hear people are looking at you. See people are looking at you. You know. So then what do you do? Do you try and act? You said about turning it on.
1: Well, I think it's it's, it's a weird thing because like we I don't turn turn much on. I mean like I think that it's more for him. It's like turning the asshole off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. I think that. What are you looking at? You no, know, right. no. I just you know I'm just like. You know, usually it matters what my mood is. I mean, if I don't make eye contact, you know, and walk away, that's one way. But, you know, and I I know Justin tries to joke around sometimes and it's backfired and we get some weird email with some kids like, Justin was an asshole. (laughs) And like you um, know, and this is like, well, I try not to premeditate anything. Yeah, that's sometimes like, you know, big mistake. Like yeah. I think last night on or two nights ago on stage, I think he called me a whiny little bitch, and it was really awkward. And oh really we <laughs> thought it was funny. No, and the crowd not, didn't laugh or anything. No, they no. And it. then we just usually went the kids are song. all about that. They're laughing about everything. You, know? Yeah, you <laughs> know, it's 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 not like it just happens. You know, what I mean? oh, like,
2: but we were in we were in Montreal and they don't
1: speak English there. No, we were in Toronto. Oh, he doesn't even they know speak English, English there. there. Um, it's all Canada. it's all Canada. I think it's my job to be. I I open myself up to be this guy in this band, and so I, you know if someone wants to talk to me, and they come up and talk to me. That's cool. If a conversation goes nowhere, I'll I'll end it. You know, what I, mean? I don't end it meanly, but I'll just be like, all right, I'll see you later, man, or thanks very much. You know, it's like, what are you gonna say when someone says you're their hero? I mean, like, I think you just go. I usually Thank apologize, very much. and see, I think that's yeah. you almost, apologize that's, for being yeah. a hero. I think I'm that's just like I'm so sorry. is Isn't it though? Like no, I like I guess not. I don't know. I just
2: unless well, like, if they take you seriously or not. Yeah. Oh, I just, I just, I don't know. I guess maybe, I mean, like if, I guess how would I respond?
1: Look, you, your persona via what we are is different than what you are. I mean, it's always going to be that way. The crazy thing is like bands today compared to bands back when we were watching bands, there's none of this interaction. You wouldn't hear this conversation. So you would just think that these guys are, you know, deities. I mean, I thought Jawbox was, you know. These crazy musicians that just were like always, you know, it just like they just. Like yeah, and I remember at that that, that 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 Mac Rock, like I was standing
2: right behind him, and I was like so excited and so nervous. Like that's Jay Robbins. He's like a like a person. Away and from people me. think
1: that way of you, and that's the thing. Is that mm-hmm. one day we kind of figure out it's like, oh wait, all these rock stars that we've always loved and you know deitized or whatever are just, just normal as dudes, stupid as we are, women, and we just <laughs> yeah, I mean they're just normal people. So treat them as such, and I think that that. I think that's what we like the best as people. If someone comes up to me and is like, hey, what's going on? Good, and have a normal conversation. and Mm. All right, see you later. Thanks for talking to me.
0: It's the weird ones that we're always like, ah. (laughs) It's got to be tough. I mean, it's got to be, again, without, as you said, not wanting to premeditate everything, but it's got to be a tough situation. And I would think even more so for a lead singer. I think it's,
2: I try to be both nice and honest as opposed to fake nice or mean. Which I think that's what the two things are.
4: Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, but I mean, he
1: basically can't go anywhere with his hair out. Do you know? Especially do you have disguises?
0: On. I mean, maybe we should. No, I was the thinking about away, that, but a terrorist I mean, like, will know if he, wears yeah. it, so he
1: puts his hood up and he goes. <laughs> which like, I think it makes it
0: more
2: obvious that's you. No, I think people just think like, who's this homeless guy? Yeah, well, that's uh, what I think.
0: Of every you day. Could, make you of yeah. could make some money. You could make some money. But it's um. got to be I mean it's do you ever kind of um nobody like knows who I am.
1: like where I live like I don't ever really get recognized oh, yeah. at all so it's kind of Well cool. it's great it's it's just like really, when I'm on tour yeah Well no I mean if you went to the mall to go shopping which you don't do Yeah I don't I don't go anywhere. He didn't do anywhere. things he sits in his apartment that's why yeah, I get just recognized. I just write and I just
2: you know <laughs> I just watch movies read books write But and, absence makes people more curious
1: Mhm It's true mm-hmm.
2: Right. So, so thus, by sitting, so in I your should saturate the market. is what you're saying. No, you just not go outside at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes you more wanted. Well, I like to go out at night. So that's the thing. It's like a much more of like I, I like darkness and cold.
0: <laughs> darkness and cold. I'm evil. Yeah. Great, <laughs> like my soul. You're a rock and roll bat. In yeah, other words, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think douchebag
0: is more
2: like. I just, it. I'm not a big fan of sun or like beaches or like fun. So, are you.
1: So so. <laughs> he if tries this, to make his life as so, unfun as he
2: can. So, if
0: this was a centerfold spread, would you be sitting there saying, I really like the mountains? I really like Center, the woods? What does that even mean? Well, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm just kind of like joking around. Saying like in like, in I kind of say, I don't like, like beaches. Like the, oh, I don't like, you know, like I like to go oh. walking in the field. You're like, what would you, what would be your part of the country that's like your favorite part of my part of the country? country. Um, so I,
2: I don't know. Well, Minnesota. I was thinking about this recently. I'm reading this really good book right now by Dennis Johnson. Um, he did he did Jesus' Son, which was made into a movie with Billy Crudup. And um, uh, this book's called Already Dead. And it all takes place in, like, the northern California um, uh, foresty kind of mm-hmm. place. And I thought, oh, how cool would it be to build? And I also saw Iron Man okay. recently, which I totally loved. I thought it was great. It was I thought the preview movie. was terrible. And I was, like, I was ready to punch everyone. But, and I saw the movie, and the movie was really good. still Um, punched everyone. Yeah, I punched them all. uh, Uh, Anyway, okay, so the combination of those two things, I was thinking, like, how cool would it be to build, like, an underground lair in Northern California where, like, you see this really crappy cabin, or, like, there's this windy road, and this crappy pickup truck goes into a garage, and then, like, it's just this thing in the middle of nowhere, and it's like, what's going on here? And then you go in, and then you have, like, this secret compartment that goes (laughs) underground, (laughs) And then like the shuttle that takes you like a few like a mile or whatever somewhere else, and then you have this like underground layer where you can you know it's kind of like my childhood dreams too yeah yeah that'd be so great you know if anything if
0: if anything some federal authorities would be really interested in your plan yeah yeah that's great. That's not really like great.
2: a layer, like a like a Dr. Evil kind of layer, because that's just not.
0: No, more like, like it, just, I'm like going like to watch a...
1: movies and read books and never change my clothes layer. Yeah, <laughs> and like no one, it doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> Grow a giant beard.
0: You should become a friend of Bear. and then uh, you could have friend ben A friend of Bear? Ben, ben the Bear. So oh. let's we'll take another music break. So this one will probably be probably a little bit easier for you guys. Okay. Um, give me band song from each of you of something that is not. Well, known right now. Some like new thing that you just oh, discovered, new, some new band mm, you just discovered that you're really I into. I might have one of those.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I have this band, Sing It Loud, which I produced their record mm. and they just got signed to Epitaph. And I think they're pretty good and they're going to hopefully do well. I think what song should I play? Hmm. Um, well, I guess the only their EPs out. So I think the I've Got a Feeling one. Okay. We should play that one. You know
2: what? Should I do that too? Like, I, I could. Oh, I don't have it with me. Shit.
1: Oh, you should do I that. Produced? Yeah, you should give him a song. What? Can I do that? Can I yeah, send it sure. to you later? Okay. Yeah. I I I
2: co-produced a, a just an EP for some friends. Actually my 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 ex-girlfriend and 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 uh this this guy that was in um a band called Small Towns Burn a Little Slower that I don't know. Hmm. Um and uh and they're called To Reinvent. And they're like this weird sort of I don't even know, like it it's started like a poppy, out be alt country. Yeah, thing. it started out like alt country but then Ed Ackerson from Polera, uh helped, like like he and I produced this like these six songs, and 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 I told the band ahead of time like we're gonna add a lot of effects and a lot of noise and a lot of just like evil, and they're like oh cool cool Thank so it's know. like alt country meets, you know like uh, just uh, noise flaming Lips
4: ish yeah 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 but awesome. kind of in a weird pop like the, some of the songs are yeah. super
1: like like almost uh, like like fountains of Wayne like. It's weird. Yeah. It was kinda of weird. I, I don't know. I'm I played bass on it. That's the only reason I've heard this stuff. Yeah. I got the
2: like, the, like bass <laughs> Yeah, play. they didn't have a bass player at the time, so
0: So the 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 song. and the song. What's the band the is
2: called To Reinvent and I wonder if I should do like a pop one. Yeah, yeah, um Hangman is the name of the song.
0: We doing all right? I'm totally mm. super. Okay. How's your coffee? It's almost gone. Almost don't, okay. don't give him anymore. You know more?
1: <laughs> you want more? He's gonna get the jitters. Yeah, I'm
0: just. I don't know. You're gonna I explode. I need to eat food. Okay. but yes. Um. Okay. <clears throat> you guys read the the Left Sets letter? No idea what no. that is. Bob Left Sets. Um. He's kind of like he's become uh the the music industry is kind of like um guru, big mouth critic, Mm. and uh, he's got a very popular newsletter that goes out, and if you're in the music industry, and you're definitely either in a band, or you're part of the music industry that likes to, wants to shake up the model, you're a big fan of this guy, and uh, he's notorious for taking on the large label system, Mm -hmm. and the model that's been in there for 20 years, 25 years, and the people that basically ran it. Yeah, and what his his opinion is is that it ran into the ground. They don't, they still don't understand the internet. They try and sue everybody from doing anything, mm-hmm. um, from you know moving forward. Um, and he's very much about the bands taking control of their careers. Yeah, and he he uh, his most recent newsletter that he just sent out, and he made a really interesting point. Um, I just want to read you just a couple sentences of what he talks about here. Um. And uh, he said, um, what if you released your album and no one cared? Whereas, imagine that no one even knew it was out. Uh, he said, the odds of your release making an impact on the target audience are close to nil. If you're lucky, someone will read a review somewhere and be aware your record came out. Chances are they won't even know it came out. What's an act to do? Uh, he says, go straight to the fan. Um, through the internet, through yourselves, through the merch booth, through everything else touring, go straight to the fan don't do the traditional routes. And uh, he says, the problem is the old acts believe they're too big for this. Mm. He says, they just want someone to write a check. And now that the record companies are not interested, they want it to be Live Nation or another promoter. These complaining acts are not investing in their careers. Mm. They want someone else to do all the work. You wonder why no one's interested in their new music. He said, new developing acts that are not radio friendly, and almost no act deserving of a career is radio friendly today, Listen to Top 40 Radio, the only format that really sells tonnage for edification. Do not look to record companies to do the work. There's no one there to do the work. Sony gutted its net division. You've got to do the work. There is no man behind the curtain. So, you know, you were saying before about this is 11 years now you guys have been doing this and being in a band and and you've, you've basically gone through the transformation. When you guys got into the system, you know, uh, there was an interview, and I think it was, it was quoted by, by you, Josh, where it was like, uh, we got signed to Epitaph and we still struggled. And mm-hmm. part of the myth with the bands we were talking about earlier is like they think it get signed, I get lots of money, I can buy a I house, I'm fine. And that's not the case. And yeah. then then all of a sudden you guys get going and you get the first record out and then you get the second one and then downloading hits and the whole industry collapses underneath itself.
2: Well, yeah, our second record came out and it, well, four it, months it downloaded four months early. But it still did relatively It was well, well. like
0: 250,000 units plus. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, now yeah no, yeah. yeah in the yeah, end. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing that happened with that record, which is you know, I think it's <laughs> awesome, is that it it never let up. Like it started selling four thousand. dollars I mean, we it started it did its first week, second week, whatever, third week, and big numbers, and then then it did, it settled around four thousand records a week, and it did not let up, which was amazing, especially but, during that time. Yeah, know, yeah. When you think about which, it, which you know now, like our new record isn't it's not, it's not settling well. <laughs> at four thousand a week. It's settling down at a thousand a week, and it's like. But just must, still a that, lot of records, but it's yeah. it's just it's it is what it is. I think know? I think I'm I completely agree with reinventing the system. Mm-hmm. Um I think our band would be a great candidate for it because we don't we haven't had radio success. We've had some television success, and I think that's where you see that four thousand a week was we really had a lot of you know, there's a lot of fuse and M T V and that mm-hmm. record um helping out with everything's all right. And I think that I think the Mark Hoppus thing had given us a little bit of a leverage mm-hmm. at that point to kind of open it up. And Blink had just broken up. It was just like, it was kind of like, I think we had like, that was kind of the right moment. For Which that is also another important thing is timing is everything. And oh, you, totally. you can't
2: account for that. You just have to be in the right place at the right time. Although I do say that one of the things that we've never done is taken a lot of time off. And, I think that we're hoping that we can do that eventually one day, but it might help our band. It might, yeah, just like you know, emotionally, whatever. But well, but even like, just like what was that people? year that yeah. we
1: did three hundred and twenty some shows? Yeah, I mean, it's almost every year. I mean, basically, yeah, yeah the, the 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 year after we signed Epitaph, we played three hundred and twenty shows or something like that. Yeah. Um, but and and the reason we struggled is because we didn't put the money in our pockets and just go out and have a good party. Is that we put it back into the band and kept ourselves on the road. Um. And give ourselves a tiny stipend. And then there was like there was a moment where we were like, oh man, we can't afford to pay our bills anymore, like in skin bad. And and then we lucked out and things picked up right at that moment. And it was like mm-hmm. without that, we would have been, you know, I think we'd have struggled pretty hard. But I think reinventing the whole thing, all for it, uh unfortunately we're gonna to be, do it? We're gonna be locked into, you know, most Say Sandra's gonna be locked into kind of the system until we are not in the system. And I think we'll do our best to Tried to reinvent the wheel. Well, we're with whoever we're Within with. Within the uh, confines you know, of. But we're, you know, not that I, I think that the, the that our future label is not going to do something. I think they're going to do something with this whole thing. It's just a matter of like, we're a part of that system and we're just, you know, that's the way we are right now. And, you know, our decisions are going to be, you know, made with them. I mean, if I was not on a label right now, I would probably just give my music away for free and go on tour. Really? Yeah.
0: Because there's still that, some
1: debate. Let me tell you. As far as from my concern, hmm. I've made zero dollars from records. music. Yeah. So if I can make a record for the right amount of money Was without it with spending 300000 dollars or whatever. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because that's where the label comes in, we start spending money and which is fine because everybody wants to make a radio hit. Which if I'm not but worried th- about those things, then I'll go make a record on our own and mix for it a you know, lot less. a lot less. And I think it'll sound as good. I think we'll go to people, we'll get, you know, good mixers or whatever. And I think we could afford to do it based on doing a few shows and whatnot in our current situation, the only problem is if if it, things decline and it doesn't work out, I think there's something to be said about releasing a record and having a hard copy that you sell. Sure. But just put up a website, you download it for free or like, or you do the thing where all your shows cost a little bit more money and everybody that goes to the show on your first headlining tour gets a free CD. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the, 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 the answer is at this point. Um, the problem with what, you know, Nine Inch Nails and uh Radiohead have done is mm-hmm. like a, a band like the Sing It Loud, that's not gonna work for them. They don't have a fan base. They don't have millions and millions of fans. I mean, it's great that Radiohead is trying to reinvent it in Nine Inch Nails, but it's not gonna work for
2: smaller brands. bands.
1: Fans that don't have a career yet. They need how are they gonna get their word out there? They're not. They're not gonna get the word
2: out there. I wonder if we're going back to like the um like like the old school days when people just all they did was tour, 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 I, mean, I kind of wonder if you guys to, are being
0: forced, more or less, to have to tour more. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, I well, well just our level of success has only become because of our touring. Yeah. So therefore, our... And that's always that's, been that's our... All that's all we know. That's all we know. We've so been like, we're kind of ahead of it. To make it happen.
2: In a way, like, yeah. like we don't know any different. Whereas, I don't know, somebody just starting out that just like launches into some sort of success and is forced to do something might complain more. Or, I don't know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then there's, there's a game because you don't want to be just that thing that everybody sees all the time. You know what I mean? I think I think we're in a weird position to be this, this conversation because as this thing brought up, it's like bigger acts, blah, 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 and smaller acts, blah, blah, blah. They don't talk about us. Right. We're Damn. in the right dead center of that world where we need to somehow invigorate the system to help us and help us get to that point where we can become whatever the new wave of dealing with this is and... I think that I'm fine with where we're at. Yeah. I'm successful. And I don't
2: think it's like new wave, like we want to get to bigger. No, it's not smaller no. versus bigger. It's just different. It's over and think, here.
1: And we're working yeah. on stuff on our own that maybe that aren't involved with the traditional records and stuff. There's, you know, you know, I think you're going to look for us. I mean, it, 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 I think we're going to do some things that might actually piss some people off a little bit at first and then maybe learn. I mean, I think we're trying to get things to become a lot more interactive between us and our fans and maybe yeah. we'll charge for that interaction. Because we don't know how we're gonna survive without some sort of, you know, revenue to make, to make us yeah. be able to do our thing.
0: Do you, Do you think though that the fans get it? They understand that problem uh, right now. I don't know. Have I they, have they, know. Have, they tri- have they been able well, to here, kind of take look a look it, at it's you like you guys the environment. <laughs> as As Motion City Soundtrack, a, a band that is not rich, does not have five homes, is not dating, you know, the supermodels and the, and oh, the celebritons. My wife's a supermodel. Yeah. Okay, so right, she's well. A right, so. Anyway. But she is. Um, um, she's foxy. But she's modest. So, yeah. <laughs> but the, and, and so you're not at that point, you're not at that point. And so for them to kind of feel like, ooh, I need to stick it to the man is not relevant.
4: No, no, I mean, and that's we're and making. Well, so how do you like? Thing.
0: Do you what do you do? do you just keep saying it every show? Do you kind of do you know? Some bands do that. They do the speech at the show. No, I don't think I'm you should about you speak know that. Or you know, do what? you do think... like do you put on your website like, oh my god, we're barely surviving out here. Do you? Need I've no. got
2: something to say. Oh, yeah, shut say up. it. <laughs> uh, sorry, that was my Jerry. Uh, I'm going to put a blanks. bell in this place. You just yeah. ring the bell and you can speak. Uh, no, I I think oh, no, I don't know what it was I was going to say. Oh, there you go. But
0: but like
2: I I get so like I don't know if it's angry or just like kind of about this but um, I had like four or five ideas you know, I mean, so now again, no pressure yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so well, no what pressure. were
0: we saying before I think, I think the, we're just we're like t- the, how do you get it across the fans what do you do I, I don't we don't mean, that you're, yeah. not, the big ma- you're no. not the big band okay. man that's like that's kind of like it? a,
1: it's kind of like a big whiny yeah. baby thing to do I, I, don't, I don't look
0: Jeff Rickle record- used to sit at, Thursday at the South by Southwest party about three years ago and he set up the thing and it was right before the new record was coming out and he sat there and said New record's coming out. Go steal it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, steal I'm it. okay with them stealing yeah. it. I mean, there's nothing we do. look. Look, what I was going to say about the f- – you and, were saying, do they know?
0: And now there was a more recent interview with them sitting there saying, we're not making any money.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, look at – yeah, exactly. Look, look. there's a thing you, you asked me – you asked us about do the fans know? And I'm, I'm, my relation to that is they hear it. It's like the environment. It's like our war. It's something that they hear that is bad, that they think – doesn't affect them. Yeah, and so and I, I think what's one person gonna do? Americans you know? tend to be so passive about everything, and I think you know, being the age I am now and starting to realize, you know, my place in the you know the planet and such is like I don't feel comfortable like with that, and I don't know if in a seventeen-year-old, eighteen-year-old kid who you know, like you know, even some of my friends now are dealing with these younger bands and stuff, I'm talking to them about things like you know, from eating a fast food to you know, you know, worrying about the environment and they just don't give a fuck. He, they just don't they I mean and maybe they do care, but they just it's like apathy. Not an, it's yeah it's not like so I don't think I think that I think this problem with our industry is, Apathy. Is is, the, is, the, is look <laughs> the kid the fans aren't feeling bad because you know what? They're poor. They're broke too. Yeah. The fucking economy's in the shitter. We're at war. Their parents have no money. They've lost their jobs. Their houses are foreclosing. So if they can download my record for free and be into my band, fuck yeah, do it. Like that way I agree. I mean I, hey, who am I to say like at this point? Because I can't stop it. you know, Might as well embrace it a little bit. But I think we have to find other ways to, to continue to do this.
2: Yeah, that's interesting because I was going to say something and now I don't know if it works as well. But I was going to say that uh, I think that kids, or at least people who are growing up with the internet, are more interested in the immediacy of something as opposed to going out and physically buying it. Now, I'm all about downloading things because of the packaging. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't need it, okay? And that's great. Um, If we could get, like, a dollar a song or something from it, that would be awesome, but the money doesn't go to us. The money goes to the record label. So in coming out to a show and seeing us, that's something that we can directly do. It's, like, them to us. Now, there are other people involved where like, let's say we want to charge $10 for a show, we have to charge 20 because $2 goes to this, $2 goes to this, and that's fucked too. Now, and then there's also, if you want to support us directly, fortunately for us, the record labels don't get money that comes from t-shirts. Now, where are those shirts coming from? I don't know, but you can buy a t-shirt and that supports us directly and it also lasts longer and it can be used for something as opposed to... Uh, a CD or or whatever, but you know there's so many different factors that go into it. But 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 kids can support us in other ways instead of buying the music. Now I'm also putting my foot in my mouth because being part of the system, uh, you know, the labels make money from the records, so
1: and they 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 need that us with the money to make records. Yeah, so it's it's really strange, but. They, but see the thing is Mm -hmm. like it's their it's 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 a weird thing like and I'm all I mean you know we're all about trying to help come up with a new solution Mm -hmm. that you know helps everybody succeed. Um, I don't know if by the time we release our next record that'll happen, but maybe it'll be that. I mean, I mean a lot will change in a year or so, and I I I don't know. I mean it's 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 a it's a kind of a weird moment. Like it's really like everybody's trying to reinvent the wheel right now. Like I had I had some interesting conversations with some people in the industry and. How they're so angry about you know iTunes and everything being a dollar, right? Change and like, pisses everybody yeah, off. Yeah, Well, no, and and, and like I'm like, well, and, you know, and my comeback to them was like, look, like I bet everybody who sold ice was really mad about the refrigerators, but you know, mm. refrigerators changed the world, and you can't be mad about Steve Jobs making the iPod because it changed mm. the world, and and uh, can you should he you know, what I mean, it's like getting into like these crazy arguments about like what he should have done. It just makes no point to it. Like it's no already point. done. It's done. You know what I mean? Like, um, music is not a a thing of you know, wanting a specific thing. It's want you want mass quantity of it. You need you need everything to be as cool as the next but I kid. think the kids could
2: be more selective. Like if you don't have money, find out like like what's wrong with downloading a bunch of stuff for free and 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 then real realizing like, oh, this is something I can support. This is something I can get behind. Let's let's give these people some money. You know, $10 to this person as opposed to $100 to 10 people, and some of them are just terrible. Like, so, I don't know. You know, like, or or it's like. It's, t- it's a tough it's, game. It's I don't so, know. It's
1: like, it's like you can't. I don't think there's a the wrong or right right now. I think yeah. you, it's everybody's in, this, we're well, in here, this magical world that doesn't make sense at this point.
2: Here's another thing. Point. And this is totally off the wall, but like, I'm just going to say it because I feel it. And I don't know, maybe people will hate me for it, but I may or may not agree yeah. with what he says. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, disclaimer up like, front. Okay. So there's this guy. His name is Al Franken, right? That's pretty rad, sure. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Running
0: for Senate. He's running for Senate in Minnesota. I'm, and like, I'm, former SNL writer. Yeah. And, and, he sang,
2: and I, lo- like, I love everything that he's saying. Will he be able to do anything that he's saying? I don't know. But I believe that we need. People who have these so called, I'm quoting with my fingers, radical ideas, which are not radical. No. They're like what I believe. Yes.
4: <laughs> and mean? so
2: he's, he sent, you know, he sent letters out. He's like, dear person, I'm asking for money from, you know, and like I gave him a ton of money. I sort of overextended myself, but he's somebody I believe in. And so therefore. You did get a personal
1: call from L. Franken. Yeah. Day and day I did get
2: point. a, which is pretty rare, you know, like so, but that's just because I gave him a crap load of money and now I'm broke. But, but the point is, is that like, I would rather be,
3: no,
2: I'd rather be almost broke and give my money to something that I believe in than to have money and have things continue the way that they're going. And I don't know, but I'm also in, I don't know, I'm not married, I don't have, you know, like I don't have other problems. So I just think that like, problems, I like that. That was good. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. just, you know, That's like, like <laughs> I'm just saying that like, I don't I'm a selfish human being, it's just me. So mm-hmm. I think that more people that are you know in a position where it's just them can do something positive. And the other thing is like it doesn't have to be about money, whatever. It's about all great things that have changed the world have started with one idea or one person, right and and the whole apathy problem is like, what can I do as one person? Well, if you get enough of those one persons together, you can create change, and you can over you 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 can overthrow anything. You can you know overthrow. So the last but,
0: question. I'm sorry. Yeah, go sorry, on. I'm,
2: I'm I'm just I'm very passionate about that, but I I'm also very confused because like I don't know what I can do other than just lead by example and try mm-hmm. hope that things happen. Like we buy you know? records,
1: you know. Like I I did end up with the Death Cab record early, and mm. now I will purchase it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, mm. and and that's the way I work. But I'm also not 18 and yeah 16.
0: So the last question is, with this whole thing that you guys were just talking about, if there was one thing, just one thing, though, that your fans could do to support your band, that you could actually go to them, and if they were like in a trance, and you <laughs> sit there and say, I want you to do this, what would it be?
1: Look, if you, I think the one thing I would like is it all I care about is if you like our band, to tell your friends about our band. Yeah. I think that's all we can ask for. Word soft of so. mouth is huge. The soft sell. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's not even a... Sure, I mean, they could all go buy it, but that's a ridiculous thing to ask. I'm not going to go... I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not that concerned about money or success. I'm more concerned about su- longevity of what we're doing. I love doing what we do. Like, I love creating more records. And I want to be able to do that and, you know, with or without a label, you know what I mean? And we're fortunate enough to have labels and, you know, be on Epitaph and to be moving to Columbia. It, it's like, it, we're not in a bad position We're in a great position, although we do have to play the game by some of the rules that this man is talking about. But Mm -hmm. but if
2: you've ever watched The Matrix, you know that rules can be bent. And we are the The ones to bend rules. We not as, the easiest guys yeah, to work with, and, and
0: they can be changed as long as you're the one in charge of the screenplay. Exactly. Mm.
2: exactly. And we've got a great trump card, which is me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Justin's see, our
0: trump card. He just goes. We didn't even talk about film. I don't want to do it. I'm, I'm crazy. And, and maybe some other time we'll talk about <laughs> <I'm crazy>. film. i <laughs> crazy. Because there's, a, there's a whole, that whole the independent film community is in the same boat mm. that a lot of bands are mm. in. Oh, too. Same yeah. boat. I mean, they have no I idea think, how they're gonna make money in the future. They're like, what the fuck? Like, I think do what a lot of art is. It's it's a double edged sword.
1: It's like you're getting huge overflow of artists, of music, and movies yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. Everybody can make a movie and put it on fucking line. YouTube, you can have a movie on. You could make your own movie for $10 and have it online. Like, you can make your own record with GarageBand and put it online. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, you could probably do a pretty good job where people probably wouldn't actually know you made it
0: in GarageBand. And there are, there are kids out there, and I mean this in respect of the way of the word kid, but there are high schoolers out there that are taking photographs now and sending them to us at AP that are just as good quality as the two $5,000 photo shoots oh, that are being sure. done on a cover. And they're doing it just with Photoshop and a little bit of stuff that their parents got them. And that's it. Totally. And they just have talent. They've got talent. But that took them to the next level. That
2: is the most important thing, though, is, like, if you've got talent or some sort of thing and you've got an interesting and new way of doing something... Do it. Yeah. And that's much better, like... I think I'm in a weird place too because, like, I, I think we spend all this money on getting a good sounding record, right? Okay. But then in making movies, like, I'll shoot something on a video. And if it's like, if it's interesting, that's all that I care about. I don't care about the image. I don't care about it. I just want to care about like the people and, and how they're relating. But that's just a totally
0: different thing than, than this over here. And like, how can you compare the two? I don't know. The industry so. will be, is really much in a flux in it. And it would be hmm. fascinating to sit down with you guys in about a year now. Yeah, and see where it is. Where we you were have totally wrong. We were <laughs> totally wrong. We're broke. We'll come talk to us right before we release the Come back to Pizza Luce. We're there yeah, Friday yep. nights. From I don't think I'd move back to that situation. Well, but you know, but guys, thank you so much for coming here today. Talk. It was a great conversation. Yeah, I wish yeah. thanks thanks best of luck us. for the rest of the year. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks. AP podcasts are recorded at Lava Room Recording Studio in Cleveland, Ohio, a New York City quality studio at Cleveland prices check out www.lavaroomrecording.com. For more information on Alternative Press Magazine, go to www.altpress.com. The podcast engineer is John Walsh. Post-production assistance from Robert Tenzi. I'm Mike Shea, and this is All My Fault. You can reach me directly at www.myspace.com slash That's S-H-E-A like the stadium, A-P.